Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. to dig a deeper foundation for what you believe, you can. There's no excuse for not doing it. You just, you gotta stop being spiritually lazy and put in the work. Back in Matthew chapter 11, you know, John the Baptist and his disciples, and, and, and stay with me, okay? John the Baptist, I mean, how could he have doubts, right? This is, I mean, how could John the Baptist end up with doubts? Have you ever doubted God or his plans? It happens. Today, you'll learn that even John the Baptist had doubts, but it's what you do with the moments of uncertainty that make the difference. Today, Pastor Robert will challenge you to dive deeper into scripture and learn all you can about your faithful creator. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We have believed the idea that you just have to accept all this by faith. But what we've taken that to mean is you just have to believe. You put faith in faith. That's not biblical. It's not right. It's not true. That's totally foolish. That's like saying, well, you know, like that song, I believe I can fly. No, you can't. (laughs) What's going to happen, right? Splat. Because gravity's real. Am I right? You can't fly. I don't care how much you believe you can fly. You can't fly. You need an airplane or a helicopter. You need something, right? Belief in belief doesn't work. There has to be an object for your faith. Is God who he says he is? Is Jesus who he says he is? Is the Bible God breathed? If it is, okay, now I can trust. And see, here's what I'm saying. Evidence matters. Evidence matters. And God has given us an abundance of evidence to support what what we believe. So if you want to uh, dig a deeper foundation for your faith, I've got some resources that I want to recommend to you. One of them is Cold Case Christianity. Now, listen, I'm not selling books, okay? That's not what this is about. You're going to have to order it on Amazon or something. We may have a couple of these in the back, but that'll be all. Cold Case Christianity by J. Warner Wallace. A homicide detective investigates the claims of the gospel. I I like this one personally just because he's examining the evidence. He treats it like, you know, a homicide case. He's a homicide detective. This is is an ancient homicide, so he just approached it like he would any other homicide case, and he unpacks it. But he also talks about why that's valid. He talks about 
you know, the approach as a part of this. And by the way, he's got some great videos, videos of, you know, of him teaching on, on YouTube and, and stuff. So that's, that's one resource. Now, I've only got one of these. Dr. John Lennox is a very well-known Christian, but professor of mathematics at Oxford. The, the guy's, a, he's a brilliant scientist and uh, just, he's also a wonderful apologist for Christianity. But he's written, he's written, I don't know how many books. If you go on Amazon, they've got like 12 or 15 that he's written related to Christianity. God's Undertaker is the one I'm holding here. God's Undertaker. And then the question, has science buried God? And, you know, he, he writes about that. And then the other one there that I've not read yet, Gunning for God, Why the New Atheists Are Missing the Target. And I'm going to get that one and read it because I've read a couple of his things. He's another one. There's all kinds of video, you know, of him giving talks, him debating. Um, oh, goodness. Who's the other? Who's the famous atheist? Dawkins, Richard Dawkins. So there's, you know, wonderful stuff with him teaching and then the debate and everything. And then one more, if you are simply one of those that are, you're not going to read a book no matter what, well, then there's video. Amazing evidence for the trustworthiness of the Bible, Charlie Campbell. And uh, he, there's all, he has all kinds of resources. Charlie Campbell's a good teacher. He deals with those kinds of questions. So, you know, and, and listen, there's so much more, so much more out there that's, Really good material, helpful material. If you want to dig a deeper foundation for what you believe, you can. There's no excuse for not doing it. You just, you got to stop being spiritually lazy and put in the work. Back in Matthew chapter 11, you know, John the Baptist and his disciples, and, and, and stay with me, okay? John the Baptist, I mean, how could he have doubts, Right? This is, I mean, how could John the Baptist end up with doubts? Well, he's in prison. Jesus is still walking around the Galilee region. He's teaching. He's healing people. He's doing, you know, what he, what he was doing. And here's what I think was going on. I think John the Baptist found himself in prison. I think John had been somewhat emboldened to confront Herod about his sin because he thought Jesus was going to throw King Herod in prison. I mean, he's the Messiah. He's, you know, John's already announced, this is the Messiah. What's Messiah going to do? They all thought that what the Messiah was going to do was raise an army, overthrow the Roman oppressors, establish a government in Israel. They thought that's what Messiah was going to do. When he shows up, it's over for the Romans. He's going to establish his government. He's going to have this army. He's going to do this stuff. I think John thought... Jesus would put Herod in prison. And now he speaks up about Herod's sin, and Herod puts him in prison. And he's sitting there for days, weeks, I'm not even sure how long, but it's been, it's been a little while, you understand. He's in prison. And it's, we're not talking about the Holiday Inn, you know, a Roman dungeon, rat-infested. And one day he's like, man, did I miss it? And, and he takes two of his disciples. He, he, you know, he, they, they come to visit or whatever, and he says, listen, you got to go ask, go ask Jesus. Are you the one? Are you the guy? Or should we be looking for another one? Are you the Messiah? Like, what am I missing here? And so they go. We don't really know for certain what John was thinking. 
But we do know how Jesus responds to doubts and questions. Because John sent his disciples to ask him straight up, listen, that's the right thing to do. You got questions, just ask them. Are you the guy or not? Are you the Messiah? Are you the one? Matthew eleven four. Jesus answered and said to them, go tell John the things which you hear and see. What was it they were seeing and hearing? The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A a man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. I see three things I want to quickly point out. Number one, Jesus did not rebuke John for having the question. He just answered him. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, God invites us into a dialogue. Come, let us reason together says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they're red like crimson, they shall be as wool. But he invites the discussion. Come, let's reason together. Let's talk about these things. Come with your questions. Point number two, the second thing I want you to note is that Jesus actually praised John to the crowd. John sends these two guys. He's having doubts. He finds himself in prison. He thought he was going to be rescued. I'm convinced of it. And Jesus basically is saying to John, it ain't going to happen. How do I know that? Because he he said, right, he, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there's not risen one greater than John the Baptist. In other words, no greater human has ever lived. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.